Today's show is brought to you by Blip Sounds, and you listeners can get 30% off three full months of the game audio training series using the promo code LASER at blipsounds.com. the laser time that's probably a terrible intro uh to what will be an exciting show i would say eons in the making uh i've been wanting to do this for a while today we'll be talking about video game cartoons cannot quite, wait quite honestly the most important things in my life from about zero to about five to fourteen yeah two most important things same. that's a fair number yeah yeah same I, when sopranos come out in 99 that's when i started watching <laughs> things that weren't cartoons Anyway, hi, I'm one of you. Uh, this is Laser Time. Welcome to Laser Time, the seventh leading pop culture show. Each week we pick a topic, grab the smartest people in that field, get you a bunch of stupid sound effects, and boy, do we have stupid sound effects for this episode. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista. Who else is with us? Uh, I am Power Pellet T.L. Foster. T.L. Uh, this is Adam. Uh, I was previously on the arcade episode. Damn right. You, uh, you probably, I mean, even beat me for the most old game merchandise and minutiae in your house maybe yeah do you have a lot of old stuff do you have a favorite thing um i have one of the very first uh, super mario dolls that ever came out oh where like his hat actually comes off and it's, it's disgusting looking it doesn't, even, <laughs> it doesn't look like like my favorite mario stuff is like you know when we got an nes the cartoon and stuff like that which obviously we're going to talk about but it, it's just so like disgusting looking that it does not even look like mario oh and i can't you know you know we're going to talk about a lot about Mario. We have to. In yes. a, a show about video game cartoons. But I want to just start out. Obviously, like I said, we'll get to Mario. I'm not going to forget Mario. Do the Marios! See, it's, it's still, it's there. We, we, it's, it's, we thought ahead. So whenever, whenever I start talking about something else, just remember. Do the Marios! It's coming. It's coming. Um, but I, I was looking. This was a much bigger topic than I thought it was. And there's almost no way we can cover because yeah. we also have a yeah. hard out in this episode. Yeah. I, um, I thought there was like 12 so did I, but like, did you know, right? I didn't know. Well, one, Japan throws, as always, throws a wrench sure, in everything right, involving yeah, animation. Yeah. There's all been all this headway that uh, I've never known about. Like, I didn't know you made a Parappa the Rappa cartoon with great yes, music. My and, mind. It's, and, and it's really good. It's really, it, it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know. Netflix was on its third season of Skylanders, starring Justin Long. Yeah, no idea, no see, idea. I mean, I knew about the Castlevania one, like the that's the Ray of Sunshine, and right, I haven't right, even right. seen the second season. The first season is the best video game adaptation of anything period in the world. So right. I haven't seen the second season either. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the first season was good, but everybody I've talked to says the second season's even better. Right. So I, right. I've seen the second season. It is the perfect representation of Castlevania three I've ever okay. seen. So it's thought, really great. who would have thought okay. that franchise would have gotten better representation. Yeah, than right. the rest of this stuff, right? Um, it's crazy. Like, uh, so what I didn't know, I did like. I want to start with that, with the stuff we didn't know before we take a short break, uh, because the stuff I didn't know, uh, I didn't know there was a Rayman cartoon. I had no idea because the Rayman games now are cartoons, right? Yeah, I remember talking to them when they were making that engine, like, and I it was like light hinting, like, yeah, it'll be easy for cartoons to make their own games with this engine, even though I don't think anybody ever did. But uh, Rayman in nineteen ninety nine. Obviously, had a very French-looking CG cartoon that does not hold up it, very well. Yeah, I was going to ask, was it French? It, wow! It was canceled after four episodes, and they aired overseas. But they came to VHS here. What I really didn't know is the voice of Rayman is bizarre, and we don't have a lot of to- uh, time to dwell on this kind of shit. 
Uh, but it's Billy West. Really? Mm. It is, it's Billy West, I think, affecting a Boston accent of some kind. It is very, very strange. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have to hear it. All right. Listen, you, 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 whatever you are. Rayman. And you are Linguini Ravioli. I am the great Rigatoni. And this is my circus. Nice place. Though I wouldn't want to live here. Listen, why? So what's crazy about this? <laughs> Holy it, fuck! It isn't even what? the voice that commercial? What what was that from? What year? Uh, Ninety nine. That looks better than like the general car commercial, like car insurance. <laughs> that like that looks better. Uh, <laughs> go to the general, and save some time on right. animation. Uh, we are not going to pay for animation. Yeah. I didn't know. And this is uh, uh, Adam. You haven't been around for a lot of these podcasts. Right. Uh, you'd be surprised at how much pop culture minutia I missed out on. Wait, you 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 might have lived here at the time. We didn't have WB, so like just. There was this one day where like Batman and Animaniacs disappeared and like we couldn't watch them anymore because oh, right, right. they went over to WB and like I didn't know Kids WB had a, a Japanese import of a Beautiful Joe what a yes. Beautiful Joe cartoon that lasted yeah. two seasons in Japan one season here because they got rid of the Kids WB wow yeah. um, that was part of that Four Kids merger when Four Kids bought all that stuff one mm. of the animes that they bought was they bought the Beautiful Joe anime wow and I remember watching it with my little brother when he was growing up so yeah it's yeah, it's 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 it it's an anime. <laughs> That's the best way to explain it. It's, it's an anime. It technically counts, and I it, it's yeah. it's just it's an anime, but like a startling lack of like movement and animation, right? In an, in, in an animated cartoon, it's it's pretty disappointing to look at. Uh, here's a little bit of how it sounds, because like Beautiful Joe looks like a cartoon. That's yeah. why I think it was somewhat disappointing, right? Incinerate him. I just love how like every like Japanese cartoon of that time has like the weird like streak background things like when anything yeah. epic so, is happening. Someday it's... I want to talk about that because a lack of budgets, I mean, anime kind of defined cheap movement yeah. in cartoons yeah. for a long time. Because um, like I, I think I have cells of a couple of cartoons we're going to talk about. And I found some anime backgrounds from this dipshit who was just selling like these unconnected, untethered cells with hand painted backgrounds. Wow. So I have a really ridiculous Street Fighter with Blanca hugging an Indian oh on the God. back of like somebody traveling through time I'm of light so speed. I'm so really jealous good. of that. It looks really good. <laughs> uh, but that's what we're going to talk about. Let's close out with that uh, beautiful Joe song. We'll be back with more video game cartoons in just a second. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast but don't know where to start? How about design sounds for a video game or movie? Then you need to check out blipsounds.com. There you'll find YouTube videos, a game audio training series, and even a Discord community full of industry professionals and enthusiasts alike trying to hone their craft in a friendly and supportive environment. You can compete in monthly design competitions to win courses and bragging rights, or check out the challenges and side quest section for even more ways to explore sound design. And for a limited time, you can get 30% off three full months of the game audio Audio training series. That's right. Interviews, sound analysis, design breakdowns, and more using the promo code LASER. That's right. L-A-S-E-R for 30% off three whole months of the game audio training series. Thank you, Blipsounds.com, a new way to learn about sound design. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. 
It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. I don't think I would have known, had I done what Louis did, that it was a bad thing 10 years ago. There was no one discouraging you. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. As a guy, there was no one discouraging you from using your power. You're not to, touching anybody. Right. You, you know, you're not like, you know, but at the same I guarantee there's a part in his head that's like he thought he was doing the right was thing. was lower it, uh, like a decade ago. It really was. Yeah. I mean, and right. like, I'm not. It's I, wrong. I it was not, wrong. And but I, it was, again, I've never done that, but I've also never had any power. So I don't know what it's like to abuse. We're only now talking about abuse of power, whereas a dude, like, you were sort of reinforced for the last. Hundred years that mm-hmm. exploiting your power for sexual benefit was part of having power as a guy, and yeah. like, and it, it, I, I do, I think it's joyous that women are like, yeah, maybe that's not the spoils of fucking. But there's a lot of guys career conquest. There's a lot of dudes out there in power who mm. that would not have even entered into their right. head to do. Tom so... Hanks, that's the only guy you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and Tom Cruise, who is you know asexual. We've all decided he's mm-hmm. asexual. Yeah, his <laughs> his only love. His only sexual love is for film. You think Barack and Obama's getting... ever made a woman feel weird? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Probably. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's Probably. a sliding scale, y'all. You Where look great there, sweetie. Like, <laughs> sorry. That was my best Obama. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. This we're coming in with a different version of a Super Mario Brothers theme show, not the one everyone knows from the end of the show in the beginning. Anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, I was trying to go chronological with this. That was foolish. There's no way this episode <laughs> yeah. could have been comprehensive, but it is infor- important to mention the first video game cartoon that there ever was, and that's Pac-Man. And I do think that's bizarre. I again, I I'm not old enough to like. I wasn't. It came out in '82. I right. would have been two. less than two <laughs> when this happened. And like, I don't remember it. But what I remember is that Pac-Man. It's bizarre to say that Pac-Man is the biggest video game star in the universe. Yeah, and right. that was period. Period. That's the case. Sure. There was Pac-Man merchandise everywhere. I love finding old Pac-Man merchandise because it's all so terrible and off-model. And this cartoon didn't help from Hanna Barbera. <laughs> Oh, his hat. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Thought that had more lyrics to it, but it is. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the most bizarre cartoons ever, and, and I, I, Trav, you know where you know TL, you know where I'm at. I hate. Hanna Barbera, you, you excuse I love, them. I you, love Hanna Barbera. I think you, you love them because you know how everybody hates them, and they're right. Well, no, 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 and, no, 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 no. I think I think there is. I think what they what they did for animation is very important. Mm-hmm. I think without them, there is no Saturday morning cartoon or yeah. where we go. Sure. into. I think there's lots that they need to do. I understand why people don't like them because they are very cheap, and they were designed to be that way. Yeah. Very cheap. They look terrible, poorly yes. written. Pretty much everything you're supposed to do right in a cartoon, they do wrong. Except for voice actors. And, uh, voice actors, uh, voice actors are fun. Um, <laughs> 
And uh, but the Pac, even Pac-Man's voice actor. Hold on, I'll get to him in a second. <laughs> but this ran for two seasons in 1982. It was immensely popular. There's a rumor that they extended the commercial breaks because everyone was so fucking psyched to get on the Pac-Man train. Because at the time, if you look at how fast phenomenons are worked into cartoons, it does take a while. Yeah. Pac-Man seems relatively fast. Yeah. And uh, so like Miss Pac-Man is like just out. Right. And that you could say that's the height of Pac-Man. Yeah. Uh, and sure. Hanna Barbera has a cartoon out. It had two primetime specials on ABC. One Halloween one, one Christmas special. Ugh. I know I've talked about that on several podcasts. It is one of the weirdest Christmas specials I've ever t- seen. It involves reindeer getting a cold. Let's not look into the logic of that. Uh, but but it does show you... I'd say just watch that one to see this weird chomp and pellet-based economy. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> the ghosts are sent by Mesmeron... A little a Darth Vader looking motherfucker. Okay. He looks like a Baron von Underbite from the Venture Brothers. A better <laughs> awesome. Cape. Uh, he is he want he sends the ghosts out after the power pellets, and the ghosts are Inky, Blinky, and Sue, and some more, and Clyde. But they also really get chomped by Pac Man. It seems someone just was really spinning their wheels, like how the fuck do we turn this single yeah, screen yeah. game into a story? And they, to their credit, they managed to like Pac Man. <laughs> so that makes it weird that like the hero of this game, I'm gonna bite you. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna bite you. Well, it's only after eating power pellets. Like it's, it's <laughs> which the ghosts are after. It's very, it, like it has a Popeye spinach. Uh, it's analogous yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's flexing on the screen right now. He's got some guns. I'm not saying, yeah. It's if you muscular. think you haven't seen this Pac-Man, you probably have. If you owned the, uh, I'm sure Adam would know this better than me. The the Tengen NES oh, yeah. cartridge is the Hanna Barbera Pac-Man on the cover. Yeah, right. Pac-Land is based on the Hanna Barbera. Right, Ver- yes. like the whole thing. Like that's why he's wearing that dumb hat and has a stupid nose. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know which Pac-Man you like. I like my Pac-Man, uh, the weird one from the original arcade art, or the sexy one from Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, I, I like the original one. Like that one. I mean, I don't have a problem with that one, but yeah, it's I don't, I don't it's really either. it's definitely weird. I'll say I don't have any problem with the design of these characters. I don't, this was my f- first introduction into Pac-Man proper, only because mm-hmm. I was a, a little kid with VHSs of this. Right. Right? Cartoon Express, so, uh, so, yeah. So, so I so I see this. Not 19, I'm not that young, <laughs> but I, I I see this, and this was Pac-Man to me. So I don't know these like they're it's weird looking in retrospect and knowing what I know now, but yeah. just like this was. Yeah, this is what Pac-Man does. He lives in Pac-Land with his baby Pac Jr. Like, it's I... so fucking weird. <laughs> it's so weird. We will feed the pellets to Santa, who's canceled Christmas, Pac-Man, uh, so he can deliver to it. Which, by the way, Pac-Land is not in our world, so we don't. Never mind. I'm not. I don't. It's just, I've seen that that one episode of this over and over again. You can still get it. I don't. It, which seems bizarre because like Namco's involved. They're in the credits. And there's a bunch of weird old stuff with like Namco stuff in it, like uh, the the transitions and joysticks, mm. uh, the awful sex comedy joysticks with Joe Don Baker. Oh yeah, we talked about that last time. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. And but <laughs> but you can get this only through the Warner Archive collection, the manufacturer on demand service offered by the Warner Archive. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just seems like Pac Man and Namco. They're Namco's really easy to be like, hey, you want to put Pac in it? Pac Man in it? Go ahead. We'll yeah, do we'll take it. Yeah, and then, and I I just think that's bizarre that Pac Man is the first because you I think if you asked a kid who are the biggest blobbity books in video games they would get to Pac Man like twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least looking at this model of Pac Man, it's better than the art that's actually on the baby Pac Man machine. Yes, because it's it's bad. Uh, Rusty Taylor is baby Pac Man in the show, um, but we didn't even play a clip of uh, Marty Ingalls. 
A, a, at the time, a retired actor who was coaxed back into the world with this juicy, pellety role. <laughs> um, to play Pac-Man? Yes, against... Yeah, like, not so much in this clip, but, like, I think I said that about the Christmas clip. It sounds like he, he downed, like, nine packs of cigarettes before he recorded this video. Yeah. What's going on, Pepper? That's the name of Ms. Pac-Man now. I, I, yes, here's a clip. Please have mercy on me. I'll do better than that. I'll have mustard on you. Vor ah. mm. was really weird back in the day. So weird. He bites the oh. ghosts, and their eyes fly into the universe like uh, like moss out of a wallet. Oh, uh, it's 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 a very very strange cartoon. I don't want to harp on it, but uh, again, yeah. I'm trying to present a strange world where Pac-Man is the end-all be-all representative of the entire video game medium. Yeah, that the next video game cartoon that comes out is literally everyone else teaming up just so they can have a little bit of that pack power. Uh, and that is with 1983's Saturday Supercade. It's it's ridiculous. Where's Saturday Supercade gather up? We'll get your video friends together. Yes, yeah, Saturday Supercade is time for fun and no one else can do it better. And it feels so right because it's Supercade I am nostalgic for this style of cartoon intro, whatever this is. Uh, but the most bizarre cast of characters. Oh man, that jacket! Oh, that jacket so good. It's it, this is so weird, and I it's don't insanely weird. And it's weird that I, I remember one of these things because I think I somehow ended up with with a toy. But uh, this started this is solely based on the success of Pac Man. This is Ruby Spears making this. Uh, Fine creators of the Mr. T cartoon, uh, <laughs> Alvin oh, yeah. and the Chipmunks. Um, this featured numerous, five different video game franchises in the first season. All like, in this day and age, you cannot be a fan of all these. But in a smaller world, you may have heard of Donkey Kong, Frogger, Donkey Kong Jr., uh, and it's Qbert and Pitfall would swap places. See, that's, that little one was Pitfall. Yeah. <laughs> like People our age are not going to recognize Pitfall. Because it just wasn't that big a game. I, I mean, I I did, but this is me. This is how? Me. Like, how? Wait, I'm only, older, only I'm older than you. I, I know, but it had like the cheesy little vine thing, and it's like yeah. the only game that I, I yeah. know of. Okay, yeah. Outside uh, of like, Jungle, Jungle King? Hunt or oh. Jungle Hunt, yeah, oh, or whatever. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a good game too. That game doesn't fuck around. Yeah, I was just like, it's like, is there Bayou Billy in the eighties? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? I didn't... And uh, eventually <laughs> added uh, when Qbert became so very popular, it, it got its own weekly spot. <laughs> uh, Kangaroo was added, yeah. and as a game, I barely know about um no kangaroo arcade yeah. game where you play Atari a kangaroo, kangaroo. Yeah. uh but what that essentially means we live in a world in the early 80s where to defeat pac-man nintendo konami activision and whoever the fuck owns kangaroo <laughs> and don bluth have to like unite to take on pac-man that's how small the video game world oh, i didn't say space ace yeah was uh, uh also a part of that which is fucking weird um i got clip you know i got clips of all of it um <laughs> because Let's start out with, uh, why don't we start out with Pitfall, Harry? It's exactly what you think. It's Pitfall, man, there's like there's like four colors in that game. Like, how are you supposed to derive a story from this? Pretty easily. You make a um, you make a, an adventure story. Pitfall, yeah. Harry. Starring Pitfall, Harry. Uh, however, I think uh, Quick Claw, his trusty tiger, and his uh, female sidekick, Rhoda, were introduced in the cartoon. And not unlike Pac-Man, they were then introduced in the sequel to Pitfall. So the cartoon did... 
do okay. something that uh, gave gave gaming something. Gave it, gave it canon. It did. And this is what they sound like. Call for Pitbull Harry! Right here, son. Pitbull here. Yes, Admiral. What's so urgent? A ship containing a collection of rare government coins. Okay, okay. You see exactly what it is. This has to be wrapped up in like six minutes. These cartoons are terrible. It, it looks like like a proto uh, Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it's like Pitfall. If you go out here, they have the doubloons in the in the. <laughs> like, what? Uh, this the, the second least notable is Space Ace, which yeah. it's like I don't know. I'll, I, I do have a little bit of the Dragon's Lair cartoon too, but like. This is not even like a game adaptation. Like, dude, that's just a... You're adapting a cartoon into a worse cartoon. Yeah. Because uh, Space Ace was like hand animated. It's a Laserdisc game where you can hit like four buttons. And if you get the wrong order, that's one more dollar, sir. I think it's available on the most platforms, including I own Space Ace and Dragon Slayer on HD DVD. Yep. Um, I think they released it on like Wii and like everything. DVD. Everything, everything on DVD, on, on iOS. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And uh, this is what that sounds like, exactly what you think it does. Space Ace, defender of the galaxy. Together with his partner, Kimberly, they battle the forces of the evil force who seeks to conquer Earth with his dreaded Infanto Ray. Okay, not, not, nothing too complicated there. You it's understand that. It's so sad to, to know what Space Ace is capable of. Right. You see like two frames a second animation is just, ugh. Because, and that's, uh, yeah, that makes Space Ace the, the oddity that like it's not Ruby Spears doing their best to try and figure out a fiction involved with this character. They're already, we have character names, we have voice actors, we have motivations, we, we have character right. uh, traits already yeah. with Space Ace. Not so much with Qbert. Uh, which, uh, for some reason, that's the only one I remember seeing because I had a Cubert doll for some reason. Yeah, N- I, nothing against Cubert. I love Cubert. I yeah. remember we all played in middle school for some reason. Some beautiful, beautiful programmer hid them on all the machines in school, so like even the teachers didn't know they were there. But like if no one was looking, you could like load up Cubert, nice. play with the arrow keys and that's all the awesome. computers. Uh, so I played a ton of Cuberts. Um, it is very, very strange because Cubert is a game about going up and down a box-based pyramid yep. and changing yeah. colors and avoiding snakes and cursing. Yep, yeah. that's pretty uh, much Hubert. So they had to figure out, how do we make a show out of this? For some reason, they decided, hey, why don't we set it in the 1950s? <laughs> and that's what they did. So, uh, so Hubert, for some reason, is a nostalgic, a boomer piece of nostalgia oh, man. Uh, that we were sold in uh, Saturday Supercade. He has a dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that dirty That's, mouth cube. Well, he, he, when oh. he does that little curse thing like that. Right. I mean, when I, I saw Wreck-It Ralph 2 in the theaters and like people are laughing at that and like, Dude, that's not even a joke. That's like that's how Cuber curses. It's yeah. in the cartoon. Yeah, wasn't uh, there like even on the arcades, I I, I yeah. could be wrong, but I thought like the first run of them actually like had profanity with only one or two of the letters like oh, really? oh I, yeah I don't and remember then later that on they re-released it with all the characters so right. it was like his own language Ooh, you would thing. know wouldn't you I, I think that's what happened is there anything special about Qbert hardware um so it's it's Gottlieb so it runs Gottlieb, yeah. yeah it runs on like these weird big boards and, and just like a lot of the old stuff when the batteries die it just drains down and just kills the boards so anytime you find a, Q, a Qbert that hasn't been restored it's just gonna they they all need brand new boards oh, so Jesus. it's there, there are a couple like in the state. We actually found one up here in one of our recent buys, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. We found, one, but the whole board was just 
trash. So we got it to a collector. So it has like a foot. self-destruct mode. Well, they had these like old batteries to mm-hmm. keep high scores oh. and things like that and mm-hmm. settings. And then when the batteries would die, if, if people like us didn't pull them out and put new ones in, they'd throw them in a storage or whatever. Okay. The batteries would just explode and leak acid all over the place. <laughs> ah. so. And of course, the battery had to be at the top because that's why you know that's why they did it and they just oh. destroy themselves. For some reason, the snakes now are like greasers and wear like um, <laughs> yeah, it's wear leather daddy hats and, and his shit. nose it's, like flumping over the the stair like bothered me like it, it's very uh, it's very it strange. looked like like felt because yeah, yeah like video game designers at this point are trying to design unique characters with the most archaic of hardware. It right. wasn't that like Hubert. Yeah. There's nothing to his nose other than like we need to make this character distinguishable as someone's walking around an arcade. Yeah. When they draw it in cartoons, it just looks so fucking la blue girl phallic <laughs> and there's yeah, no it, purpose for it. There's just no personality there outside of him like speaking this weird like bleep bloop language. Yeah. Bleep bloop. Do, wait, do I have a clip of that? I was say he looks like a like a <laughs> <laughs> the timing. Yeah. Mm. He looks like a like a like a like a mutated snork. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, he does look like a snork. He really does. Yeah. Why do you have your hair in the middle of your face? Uh, I've got a nose for solving crime. <laughs> so he did the cursing thing in the cartoon. It was like what he was known for. And for some reason, I have fond memories of watching this thing. Like, remember asking my parents, whatever happened at Cubert? Where your parents like look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no internet. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. I'll never know what you mean. Can we look at the, the name of that store real quick, though? Quaran uh, Quaran? Yeah. Quaran Quaran. You can't show that here. Um, you'll get in trouble. But Saturday Supercade, kind of crazy. And the, the least weird, to be honest, is Donkey Kong. Yeah, but what's alarming about Donkey Kong in this is it looks too much like a real gorilla at times. It's kind of like alarming. Yeah. yeah. Well, he looks he, like, and Mario looks a hell of a lot like the arcade art. Right. Yeah, yeah, yes. On Donkey Kong, it looks right. exactly like it. Almost looks like they pulled the model from the marquee. But I, again, I think that's weird. Mario is one tenth of the component Saturday Supercade has set up to compete with Pac Man, which is insane to me. That's the insane world we're living but, in. So, but my question would be like, at that time, would Mario be that big of a character? No, like, no one knows. Yeah, he yeah is. I was saying like because like eighty five, eighty six, like when you get Mario Brothers and probably Super Mario. You know, I, Brothers, I think you'd have to be a pretty big video game nerd to know the name Mario. Yeah, right. Because like he's. If you're just playing Donkey Kong, it's like it's only on the side of the art. Like yeah, he, right. to even recognize him and him and Pauline. It's just where um, the Donkey Kong itself wasn't bigger because that at the time was insane. Like that right. was the game. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm sort of surprised because this is did I say the date on it? This is 1983. So this is like two years afterwards. So this, yeah. they move pretty fast on this. And it's we are living in a bizarre world where Nintendo says yes to things. I, I guess I should take that back because they are <laughs> saying yes to things now again. Yeah, because <laughs> both Cubert and Donkey Kong appear wonderfully in Adam Sandler's Pixels. Unforgettable. <laughs> Unforgettable film. Uh, but here's what Donkey Kong sounds like. Donkey Kong is voiced by legendary uh, comic actor Soupy Sales, which I refuse to tell you any more about because I know just a, as little about him as any of you. Mario is... Oh, Mario is Megatron Peter Cullen. Really? Yeah. Yes. You can't... I mean, you can't tell because... Like, no, no, I actually no, want to no. watch this cartoon now. Yeah. <laughs> Not with that accent. That but there is no there, princess. Yeah. There is only Pauline. Right. And we are living in a world, in a post-Mario Odyssey world, where we know we have a canonized modern version of Pauline, and this, this chick looks nothing like her. But there's no princess. Mario is as... Uh, as uh, blue collar at, as blue collar as it gets right now. Yeah. So that the story is Donkey Kong escapes from the zoo... Uh, or the circus, right. one of those things. It's one of those things that barely exists anymore. Right. Uh, and Mario and Pauline have to, like, wrangle him in because right. he's always getting into trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you asked for it. Ready to give up, huh? Oh, 
know. I wish I was as good catching apes as I am catching fish. Throw me a line, Pauline. So that does not sound like any version. If you if you see if you're closing your eyes right now, I'm saying that to everyone actually listening. I had to tell you that's Mario. You never would have guessed in a million years that character was Mario. No, especially no. during that time. There's no way. Yeah, and uh, but that also bizarre. In addition to Donkey Kong on Saturday Supercade, there is just a specific Donkey Kong Junior uh, cartoon, which is made even more bizarre because Donkey Kong Junior's sole goal is to track down his father who's off having grand adventures with Mario because <laughs> oh, he misses him. That is <laughs> sad. It is sad, yeah. <laughs> and to, to make it more bizarre, so Donkey Kong Jr. escapes the zoo and then teams up with a greaser and Donkey Kong Jr. drives around on a motorcycle all around the country looking for his dad. So... <laughs> If you ever wanted to see Donkey Kong Jr. I mean, this, this straddle sounding, across a big ass hog, this is sounding amazing. Actually, <laughs> it's really, it's really <laughs> wonderful. Hey, Junior, we're entering Texas. That's the biggest state in the union. Did you know that? It may be big, Bones, but that won't stop me from finding a proper Donkey Kong. Oh my god, I need to watch. That is is Shaggy in the sidecar, 100%. Look at it. Uh, It looks like Shaggy. It's the voice of uh, (coughs) Donkey Kong Jr. might recognize as Frank Welker. Right. Uh, Scooby Doo everything. This is literally Mm. every Scooby Doo. Like, I've been looking up trying to do like a Scooby Doo, just like, because there's so many shows that rip it off. This Mm. is literally, I need a whole, I need to watch every episode of this. I don't (laughs) think you do, man. Because this this, this gets real bizarre. Because when you have to try and figure out what's a TV show you'd. What what would you do with a character like Frogger? So in the game, you run across the street, it, travel across some logs, right, and you eat flies. So that I guess you can't make a cartoon out of that, even though Disney did for years. You could make just animals doing stuff; it's fine. But they decided to give him a job. So Frogger obviously is a reporter. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. The, according to the story, because the arcade cabinet art is a frog holding a briefcase wearing a tie. Yeah. So he's a professional man. He's late for work. He's Very late for work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, fuck what I just said. <laughs> Frogger is clearly a professional person. It's been established by Konami years ago. Uh, but they make him a reporter, and they give him a sidekick. Uh, one of the turtles, I guess he jumps on. Um, and a lady frog. Madam, these uh, creatures say they're reporters. Oh, why, you're great. <laughs> of course, we're frogs. I'm a turtle. Do you have a fortune teller and a strong man here, ma'am? They haven't arrived yet. Oh, but feel free to speak to any of the guests. And he just stole a big plate full of burgers with his tongue. Uh, that hair is bugging me on that frog. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Oh, Fanny Frog, the, the lady frog? frog? Yeah, it's, it's not okay. I don't like the designs. Yeah, she looks like a palette swap for like <laughs> for Munch from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I know that Frogger, as like as later, got like a redesign, more cartoony redesign yeah. that looks enjoyable. This looks bad. It's like Mr. Toad's like terrible ride. No, I don't want, <laughs> dude, I'm, that, brother, I'm gonna yeah. pull out a, an awful animation <laughs> reference. This is sub Freddy F R O O seven. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> the British James Bond frog movie. Oh, it's okay it, if no one remembers yes, that. Yes. Sub James Pond. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I can't believe there's two different properties that are the exact same fucking thing. And no, <laughs> none of them got sued. Um, but uh, we have Pitfall Harry, and then eventually Space Ace was added. I don't know, man. This is so, this is so weird. Yeah. But this is all one cartoon, by the way. 
I love looking at this. Do you know what his boss at the newspaper was named? No. Any, any guesses at all? Um, Mr. News. <laughs> Scoops. Uh, Newt News. <laughs> Scoops McNews. Tex Toadwalker. Tex Toadwalker. <laughs> I think, so I think that uh, we could get um, what uh, a guy I was going to miss a joke. Uh, Texas Ranger. I was going to. I, I was looking. Uh, for, I yeah. was looking for that too, but I didn't say it because I didn't have it yet. I didn't have the. Joke. I got to watch you trip over. It. That was so much that better. Sucked. That was so much better. Uh, but like in between that, so Space Ace was added once Cubert became weekly because he couldn't be a revolving one. Uh, there is a Dragon's Lair cartoon. Hmm. Yeah, it's called Dragon's Lair. Yeah, which which I think if if I'm. I think people liked it. I can't really remember that well. The cartoon or the, the game? cartoon? Um, I don't remember the cartoon that much. Okay, yeah. well, the, it, the game was amazing. Like the game, I love. Yeah, and uh, and hate because it's yeah. it's barely a fucking game. Well, but at it, the time, though, man, it, it was so just game changing. It's like if I put a blindfold on you and like, hey, uh, you're gonna bump into a lot of walls, but try and memorize which way to go in this maze. Yeah, uh, and then. That's pretty much, and now imagine behind that blindfold is a bunch of pretty animation. Right. Uh, it's it's barely a game, but like I don't see why. I wish they hadn't have bothered making a cartoon because they couldn't live up to that thing. That that I oh, think no took, way. took a really long time to make that game, and like again, it's barely a game. There's not so right. much programming going on, right. but animating. So they make this cartoon. It looks pretty substandard, but they did do something pretty interesting that I got a clip of to acknowledge that it's a game. Every time it went to commercial break. It would offer you a telltale style cliffhanger. There'd be like two situations that Dirk the oh, Daring was in. Oh, okay. And uh, of course, they can only do one. Right. right. There's, there's like only two more channels, so they can't all be airing <laughs> Dragon's Lair results. Uh, but yeah, this is what it sounded like Dirk the Daring. Giddy goons! Ready to have at him? Have it? Ooh, Master Dirk? Huh? I think Sin set a trap for us. Singe had set a trap indeed. With giddy ghouls advancing from one direction and with mud men coming from the other, what would you do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll man. be right back. And the answer was Bulbasaur. You didn't mean you <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dirk the Daring. Here's a cartoon I never ever knew existed that now I need to know everything about. And again, we, are li- we have limited time. We cannot cover everything. Right. Um, I, like spoilers, Probably not going to hit Sonic this episode, and I'm because I watched a ton of that, and I would have loved to. Yeah, uh, but stay tuned for the whole show, and maybe you'll get something at the end. Um, but I never, ever, 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 ever knew there was a pole position cartoon. I yes, didn't either. With a great song, dude. That song in <laughs> intro song is rips. amazing. Like, it's so good. There is not a human being present in the game pole position in the art of pole position, yeah. but they have yeah. to like create uh, again a fiction in a world. So it's like a kid who's part of a secret agent racing. It's like a robot. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's it's fucking crazy. It is wild. Pole it position. Is, it's dude. It, the intro looks amazing. From now on, like your parents were, you are the secret force of pole position. They're moving real fast. They're the only ones who Let's can get go, there Dan. on time. Okay, sis. And I wish you kids Dude, cared about amazing. pole position Dude, at all because so this is great. so amazing. Um, can you buy this like, I, right now? <laughs> I don't know. I think oh. it's. I, I think I looked into it once. I think it is like buyable. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's like through legal means, but mm-hmm. it the show is like the show is like a standard 80s yeah, yeah. ratio. It looks but, a lot like like a Hanna Barbera Speed Racer. Yeah, yeah it but, looks exactly like a Speed Racer bootleg for sure. But it yeah. looks awesome. Yeah, like, the intro is amazing. Like yeah. I said, that, that intro whips ass. Like I love that <laughs> song so much. It's so good. Like ah. Uh, 
it's oh, this is yeah, and, and that's the best thing to ever come out of pole position since the commercial, which I think we played like ten years ago in a podcast. But in case Adam hasn't heard it, I went and got it anyway. <laughs> pole position has like the best nineteen eighties commercial of all time. Hey. Oh it's a guy I, driving with his family. I do, and not all of a sudden, this. an announcer starts screaming. <laughs> hey, yeah, you look like a real jerk. Well, I am a corporate executive. He stops exciting things from happening. So what you doing? Well, Muffy, Buffy, Biff Jr. and I are going on our Sunday drive. Oh no, you ain't. You're gonna play pole position. <laughs> This is so good. Oh no, I need to watch the rest of this. This is insane. This is this is it's like a two minute commercial. It's crazy. I have to see the rest of this. It's crazy. We'll but embed it beneath beneath the holy crap. The best thing is like just it's just silent. It's like a nice little Volkswagen driver. It seems like an alien parody of our commercials. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, no, no, not that much. Tone it's like it one down. of those like, YouTube channels for kids that are like automatically made by algorithms. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's that, okay, it's that pole position had a cartoon is so very, very bizarre. Um, and I wanted to jump back real quick into Mario and animation. Because where we stand right now, I think Illumination is somehow involved with... Uh, the Minions people are going to make a Mario animated movie, and I'm right. trying to stay positive. Well, yeah. I mean, um, Secret Pets isn't terrible. Uh, what about Louis C.K.? Now you're on the hook. Yeah, well. Now you're on the hook. You're problematic. <laughs> I'm talking about Pat, Pat Oswald. <laughs> Pat Oswald. But I mean, Illumination, like, they're No, no, fine. no. It's, it's like, I, I yeah. don't... Nothing about their animation is bad. Right. The Minions phenomenon, of course, is annoying. Uh, but I don't hate illumination at all but right. but it's i'm still very worried because there's never been a good version of mario outside of a video game mm. that's very concerning maybe mario print that was the first piece of software i got from my computer where i could print out pictures of mario and i was the happiest little boy <laughs> in 1989 um but mario has never had good luck being adapted and even nintendo knows that i've never seen the japan only never been translated officially uh 1986 is the great mission to rescue Princess Peach. Yes. I, I don't know. I was wondering if Adam had... You You do collect a lot of Nintendo memorabilia. Yeah, no, I agree with mm-hmm. you. There, there really has not been, mm-hmm. in my opinion, something that's been worthwhile. I mean, as a kid, I loved the Super Mario Super Show, but it's yeah, it's not great. This is even before that, though. It's, yeah. a, it's a movie, and Luigi is very wrong color. He's like yellow. Yeah. Weird. I mean, I, I've seen it. Um, yeah, it's, fan, it's fan subbed on YouTube. Yeah, it's it's... It's Nintendo okay. cares so little about it, like <laughs> yeah. they just steal it because we'll never allow this to be yeah, sold again. Right. Yeah, like I said, it's okay I mean, for for the stuff that came out in the '80s. You know, that's Mario based. It's the best one. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. like that. Where's the caveat on that? Yeah, right? and, and well, just in terms of collectibles, it also had adjacent merch. Right. Wow. So in terms of rarity, like wrong color Luigi from the <laughs> official Mario movie, yeah. is like a super rare thing to oh, find. Oh wow, no. Isn't isn't that Luigi the same color that they put on the Nintendo Power when it, they did the, it, the the Mario? Because like it's around that same kind of color palette. Yeah, right? it's it's like it's almost there. Yeah, there's still it's it's somehow blue and yellow to combine and make like if you squint a green. Right. Of, uh, <laughs> so, and uh, yeah. it's just it's it's not, but it's not. It's only sixty minutes, but it went to theaters in like wow. in Japan. Uh, we never saw it. It got an official VHS release, so it's it's out there. Yeah. To to be fair, most OVAs in Japan will go to theater. Like, yeah. It, that like yeah, I mean it, it's it's still important that it went out, but like most OVAs in Japan, yeah, in, in most theaters, most yeah. most 
OVAs are fucking pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and this one isn't, and that bugs me. Yeah. Because it's Mario. <laughs> not, not a lot of money. Like, usually there's a lot of money put into it. Right. And these ones, it's very much, it has the same budget as these regular cartoon, yeah. in, especially in 1980. It doesn't even move that much. Yeah. It's pretty boring. Uh, and it's Mario, the biggest game character of all time. Uh, but of course, yeah, moving into Adam's favorite television show, yeah. 1989's. <laughs> Swing your arms from, from side, side to side. side. Come, Come on, it's time. time to go do the Mario take one step. And then Have you seen the edit of this the where they pitch his voice? Yes! It is so one of good. my favorite things ever. It's so I have good. no idea what you guys are talking oh, about. Because in the, in the video, it's, it's this ancient effect of Captain Lou Albano being moved to different portions of the right. background. And the further away he gets, the further away the sound is. So they they really match like, it. So take one step. <laughs> but they put like, like a slight oh, no, 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 no. like he's right in your face. <laughs> they put like a slight echo on it so yeah. it actually sounds like he's way back there. It's oh. so good. And it's Captain oh it's it's one of those things that Brett and I used to be obsessed with. Whenever they cast our favorite characters, think of all the characters we've, we've talked about. It was always seemingly the case that they were cast with people who were about to die. Right. Like the oldest people in the world would play Spider-Man, would play Pac-Man, would play Donkey Kong, would play Mario. And uh, what's his name? Danny Wells, who plays Luigi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died like the moment the show wrapped. He looks, he looks Wait, like no, he's th- in, in his seventies. I thought he didn't. I thought Danny Wells didn't die till later. I, I'm, I'm joking. Okay, but he, well, he's, yeah, yeah. he's the oldest. <laughs> I, again, he's like the oldest saying, person yeah. in children's entertainment. Right. And like, it's just it's such bizarre casting. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't play this uh, because yes, the show. Everyone hated the show, like from the second it came out, because it was like. Dude, Mario's like Super Mario's like the biggest thing in the world. We got to see what they're going to do with the show, and they end up like making the show in a format that's already dead. That like I don't even recognize this is that that live action variety performance that throws to a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. like that's gone. But Nintendo Deke Entertainment, uh, the House of Inspector Gadget, we'll call it. Inspector Gadget totally appears in the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Maurice LaMarche. It's it's neat. I wrote a stupid article about Inspector Gadget stuff. Uh, but yes, most of it is live action and insufferable. <laughs> and well, you- I would. I think the cartoon part is actually worse. Mm-hmm. I think the live action parts there is some That's merit true. to it. I think I think it's only good because of like nostalgia though. Yeah, okay. Like it's not I, it's just one of those things that seems like a parody of my actual childhood. Yeah, like, no, yeah. I watch this every day. And it's got like weird guest stars, like it, it's just with but with Nintendo music and sound effects in this yeah. live action basement situation. Yes. Yeah. And I would be remiss if I didn't play this. I know this is just gonna sound like Captain Lou Albano because it is. <laughs> but I think he's a wrestler. So yes. I think he's just cutting a promo for a local TV station, but he's <laughs> oh. he's dressed as Mario, uh, and he's giving a very dire uh, a very dire PSA about drugs. Not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. <laughs> Thanks, Did he Mario. forget he had the hat on or something? I like, know. Like, someone at Nintendo must have had his ass. Wasn't there an episode <laughs> where he was also the guest? Where Captain Lou Albano? I think, no, there was I, think an episode I know what you're talking about. Where Captain Lou Albano was the guest. Yes. Because like, they could not get a lot of celebrity yeah. guests. It yeah, was, no, I'm, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure that there it was. It was always like someone who had just been fired from Charles in Charge or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, what was her name? She was She was <laughs> definitely on there. You're talking mm-hmm. about the first, the first episode? The chick, oh, yeah. Was like, that, she's like, oh, I'm... I have to go take a shampoo shower, and then like, like they get drop the trash on her. I can't think of her name either. 
I thought uh, I thought you were talking about the uh, the thing that was not recently discovered, but uh, mm-hmm. when Mario's like, "Oh, you got some spaghetti on your shirt there," and he's like, "Oh, fuck you, Luigi!" Like <laughs> I thought that was fake, but if you go back and watch it, it's like it looks exactly like that's what he's saying. Wow! Um, on the yeah. very first episode. So have you gone yeah. back and watched this? Be honest. I own the DVD set. Okay. So yeah, I know yeah. I own a couple of these DVDs. I will never pop this in. It's, though. I mean, I I got it because it was super cheap, and I just right. wanted to go back and watch it. It probably won't like, get watched. W- again. Walmart was using it to prop up a Fortnite <laughs> display. I think I. <laughs> I think I was doing... Uh, That's shockingly accurate. Uh, back when I was uh, writing regularly, I think I did an article, actually. Because I, I was doing an article on cartoon video, like video game cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I just rewatched it. And I don't know, man. I think we're going to talk about the other one that's on that, like that's around this time. After watching that show and then watching Super Mario Brothers Super Show, I will take this every day <laughs> I guess you're right. Because like, at least it's like sincere in its, its corniness. Right. It's cheesy. But it's like I said, it's, it knows it's corny. And it knows yeah. it's cheesy. So I, I, I haven't even got it. Like, so Danny Wells and, and Lou Albano also voiced the characters in the animation. They wouldn't do it throughout Mario animation history, but in in this specific cartoon they did. And here's a little bit of their voice work with the awful, awful Toad. I hate Toad. Like Toad is already annoying, but like how Toad's voice is now, which his voice at this point did not exist in any form. It sounds a lot like Toad. Toad now is like, yeah. So now imagine that in English. (laughs) It, It does sort of sound like that. I know about baby Brussels sprouts, mini frozen pizzas, tiny tortellinis, but I know nothing about pint-sized princesses. Fairlass wants to know. If she gets hungry, we feed her. Uh, if she gets all goopy, we wash her. And if she gets lost? It's so charming that like that what limited Mario canon there was. This show used every single portion of it, like, yeah, yeah, like an Indian with a buffalo. It because it, because it, like <laughs> watching this over and over again, it also made me feel that Super Mario Two was way more important than a, a Nintendo eventually would acknowledge it, right? Yeah, because that's all that was like half of what they had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it and, was in, it was important for the design. It was also important for Hyde Saban, who yeah. did like the music. They're like, oh, I'm just gonna pull like to me a lot of that music. Having like played Mario, but Mario Two, but I was really mm-hmm. young when it came out. Like mm-hmm. all that music for Mario Two, I know all because of the eleven show. minutes oh, yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. I think there's six minutes of Mario Two music. It's yeah. crazy. Um, fucking yeah, but like they also had to change the name. It's, this took me a long time to unprogram my brain because the villain was named King Koopa instead of Bowser. And right. I remember opening like, but the manual says he's Bowser. There are Koopas in here. He's clearly king and over them yeah. so I can buy this but it took me a long time to stop calling him King Koopa and it's to the point where like I would have embarrassed myself I walked into a professional video game job <laughs> and called him King Koopa but yeah. it took it took a couple years to deprogram and uh, eventually that, that show would air for two years and it's like but you know what oh wait and I didn't even get to that <laughs> at, at Mario cartoons aired every Monday through Thursday on Friday you were treated <laughs> to the Legend of Zelda oh. cartoon which is a wonderful abomination. I don't know why Steve Martin did not sue uh, Link because he stole his catchphrase. Well, excuse me, princess. There's a montage online of this. It is very, very so, annoying. Funny story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also own these DVDs, <coughs> and like I, for whatever reason, I didn't remember these as much. Like I remember yeah. Mario. Like you know, they were Zelda. They were one fifth of them. Yeah, but I bought it and I was watching it and. 
my wife was kind of not paying attention, but that line in every episode stings. <laughs> like, 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 just right through the air. And after a while, she's like, can you turn that off? I'm tired of hearing it. She thought it was like the DVD menu, just like on a loop or something. Oh, my God. Have you ever left these DVD menus on? Oh, yeah. You go into the settings, and fucking Inspector Gadget pops out. This is a menu. Over here are the languages. Do you speak French? English? German? Or other, like <laughs> it's, it's other, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, but we always uh, laugh at Ganon because Ganon is like one of the most classically silent villains of all time, and well, they so really went. Link. And I love saying this: they went whole hog with his design because they got away from Pig Ganon a long, long time ago. But <laughs> yeah. like, this this series like really leaned into it, and I just love the way Ganon screams. Just wait till I get out of here, Sheldon Link. Oh, it's so it's wonderfully oh, it awful. It sucks so much. It all sucks so much. And everyone knows it sucks, but like I'm still watching every fucking day because I'm a little kid with no choices and I don't know no better. Yeah. And eventually, I think Trav was hinted toward this earlier, if you didn't know, in 1991. I think this was syndicated initially, so it could appear on any network it wanted to. But I think yeah. the Family Channel like really bought into this, and they made a new, a new, more relevant and hip human overlay to make this seem all the more relevant to the universe. And you're right; I think there's a sincerity, at least, to do the Mario that is not present in the Club Mario version. Even though I really like this song, it's '90s as fuck. You have two inline roller skating, lick a maid snorting. Oh man! Uh, multicultural <laughs> hang tenant dudes who are now the hosts instead of uh, Captain Lou Albano and Luigi. Hey, paisanos! It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Mario. God oh, damn, man. I find this excruciating. Yeah, that's rough. Oh, gra- the first word is grab your board. Hey, man, <laughs> some of us aren't going outside. We like <laughs> Nintendo games. Hey, let's shred. They watch Club Mario. <laughs> Save that shit for rocket power. Leave it out of Mario. But this, it gave it, it was the same animation, but it, it gave it a new life, and it stayed on network television for a really long time. And I wanted to say, like, at least we live in a world where kids, where a show can be this awful and be a mistake and yet still runs for like a decade. Yeah. Uh, but there's like Hulu and shit now. So <laughs> yeah, they'll right. always have ex- access yeah. to televised mistakes. Yeah. But Mario keeps on going. And I somehow missed the next iteration of it. They keep the character designs almost exactly. The yeah. voices change right. a little bit. Um, but I didn't remember. I, I missed this one. I saw the next one. Super Mario 3. And I've never yep. seen a show called something like that. Yeah. It's... The show Super Mario Three, yeah, because it's set in Super Mario Three, yeah, with and, the Koopalings. and like, and it even like acknowledges like the fucking canon of all this and yep. all the Mario games in the intro. It is a legend no one will forget. Everyone thought King Koopa had left the Mushroom Kingdom, and then his doomship attack. King Koopa was back with the greatest danger ever known: his Koopa kids. Using their new superpowers, the Super Mario Brothers rescued Princess Toadstool and beat back the evil Super Family. See, this is something I like actually want to watch right now, yeah, even though yeah. I know it's terrible. But like, I love the the 
an animated world of Super Mario Three. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a lot better than the Super Mario Brothers Super Show just mm-hmm. because like you have more of a diverse world to kind of go over. Yeah. Yes, and you have more. More villainous characters. It's a fucking Karibo shoe. Right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, Luigi's in the frog costume. It's, it's yeah. better. Like, it's, it acknowledges Wart being the boss of the, the section game. Nice, like and that, the air, yeah. a Koopa coming in. Bowser coming in the airship. <laughs> they called him King Koopa, I think, didn't they? they yeah, did. they yeah. did. He, he is King Koopa. But only here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> only but he here. is King Koopa right. to just, me. Oh, it's just so confusing. <laughs> He's much. He's much fatter and, and lacks orange. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, no, I right. need. I need my Koopa to be. From Brooklyn with the strong Brooklyn. Come on, Mario. I'm, I'm going to go find you. Like, I need, I I've need been that. busting my coop all day, Mario. Like the, <laughs> like the, the show even talks about like the origin of it. Like he's like this plumber. He's like this leader of the plumber school that got sent back into the Toaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, leader of the plumber school that sent into the Mushroom Kingdom and then became King Koopa. Like what? that's in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. That's canon? That's how Mario got his golden plumber. Plunger. That, man. That, that can, <laughs> I, is that from the movie? That is from the cartoon show, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So what we did, for some reason, I, I missed three altogether and like mm-hmm. caught World with my friend and we would record it and we made tapes of the songs because each episode had a unique song. And boy, we man, I cannot believe we ever got late. Because we love the show <laughs> so much. We built little dioramas and, and like effigy to Super Mario World. It's the coolest thing in the world. And I, I have to like not turn on that game because of how much I love it and how much it's ingrained in my DNA at this point. Mm. Uh, but I just wanted to grab a little clip of New Luigi and uh, Yoshi. Do I have to go to bed so soon? Well, like they say in Brooklyn, early to bed, early to catch the worm. Or is it the bagel? Mm, the worm's good. Tell Yoshi bedtime story now. Tell how Luigi finds Yoshi and Yoshi rescue princess. I feel like Yoshi could have gotten a lot more annoying than that, so yeah. I'm, I'm almost that's thankful. Not, that's, not, that's not too bad. It's just Yoshi like a voice. cutesy Grimlock, but I hate it yeah. even more. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also an idiot. And I, I, we're, gonna, we're running out of time, but I really want to show you as fast as we can to talk about the Street Fighter car. Oh, we have to. Yes. We absolutely have to. Because it's, yes. it's so absolutely wonderful. It's 1995. Street Fighter is still like, it's hanging in there in terms of popularity. Yeah, I don't know. Super but, Turbo uh, came out in 94 here. Yeah, so. but I, yeah. like just that it, it it coasted so long on two because like three yeah. is like still a couple years away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it's, so it starts in 1992 and like, there's some really, I think, pretty great uh, Japanese-made Street Fighter animations. Yeah, Street Fighter Two, the movie is one yeah. of the best. Is the one with like, Chun Li's naked in the shower? Not naked, but she fights. Uh, <laughs> she fights uh, Vega uh, behind a KMFDM track, which is like really. <laughs> oh, the really soundtrack dope. is insane! Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you didn't hear that dumb rap song I made, like it's it's Ken listening to Alice in Chains because there's like two scenes where Ken is listening to two different Alice in Chains songs. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Uh, but that that's pretty cool. But the USA version, because USA Cartoon Express needed to grow up a little bit uh, and had this like extreme team group of things along with Mortal Kombat yeah, and Savage well, Dragon. Yeah, they had Mortal Kombat. They had Double Dragon. They had the Mega Man cartoon, Super yeah. Fighting Robot. Um, yeah, if, if it was a Deke show that they were going to show in America, <laughs> it was the, it yeah. was there, yeah. yeah. And uh, it has a great intro, and you're like, this is all good. The Street Fighter cartoon I want is uh, it's right here for me. Colonel William Guile, one of the greatest martial artists in the world, travels the global tournament circuit, using it to conceal his top secret mission as leader of an elite group of international crime fighters known only by their code name, 
Street Fighter. That made no sense at all. So the the, the greatest part about the show, again, I want to plug uh, the Switchers video, Street Fighter Stupidity. There's some of the greatest things on the internet. Is that the one where it shows all the problems with like scale and everything? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. And all the bad lines. Balrog typing with his glasses. Yes, never takes off his boxing gloves. It's just, it's poorly, it's already bad and it's also poorly animated. And what's really funny is to see them try as slow as they can with one frame of animation per second to try and redo some of these moves in animation. The clip of Fei Long and his flaming spinning kick just like knocking barrels over is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've ever seen in my life. You can tell it's a bunch of bored animators who don't like this product. Like Nobody would ever do that. Why would I? You, so I have to. I have to do a, <laughs> I, I have to do a spinning bird kick. Okay, that's really <laughs> stupid. It's going to look really dumb. All right, I'm going to make it even dumber. I'm really mad about it. But it's it's... That's really the funniest takeaway from the show yeah. when they try and do the moves specifically. I just love like how she was trying to try ver- like everybody's doing like this. I'm going to move in this very action pose. I'm going to spinning bird kick. All yeah. right, or right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just out of frame. I'm going to dodge past this car with a spinning oh, bird kick. Uh, but all my favorites are here. There's uh, I love in America in every American product. Guile has to be the head of everything. Yeah, and, like that's totally gone. We know, we know Ryu is the king of Street Fighter, right? Uh, but he's here's the head, and like I, his fucking usage is a sonic boom. I couldn't find those old talk radar sound effects where he would like disperse of, of crowds with sonic booms. <laughs> <laughs> um, move along, Sonic. We're trapped. There's only one way out of here. Sonic boom. <laughs> good, good job, I mean, William. It Guile. should be perfect kid stuff because like. You know, cartoon characters had catchphrases and the Street yeah. Fighter characters shout out their moves. But it's still utterly absurd and ridiculous and very, very hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, Blanca has a funny, funny voice. No, you must go home. It's what your mother and father would want. <laughs> that is 100% Dr. Claw. It is correct? Dr. Claw. <laughs> right. Uh, it is 100% Dr. Claw. And that is uh, Charlie Blanca, correct? <laughs> they all had like yeah, like weird first well, names. Because like this is supposed no to be... No longer Brazilian. Yeah it's, yeah, it's supposed to be his former... Giles' former mentor yeah. who got caught and turned into Blanca. Mm. And... Uh, and, and Jesus, the Ken and Ryu stuff. You're, you're not going to be able to see this, listener, but I'm showing you guys the clip. Of them, them doing their moves. I'm not going to try and pronounce it because I always get it wrong. <laughs> it's like someone got a doll. It just was like, I'm going to move it. Hung them from so a, a fishing line and just dragged them over there. That's like Team America stuff. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> they look like puppets. Right. They look like puppets. Uh, and of course, I would be remiss um, if we didn't talk about. Mr. Bison, uh, M. Bison, in the clip that uh, I think is probably the most famous from this show. <laughs> I love him screaming about Guile and his street fighters, but uh, <laughs> the end of this you've definitely heard before. <laughs> oh, this is delicious. Guess you won't be needing those tapes I made for you. You want me to get rid of them? Don't be hasty. Not until I see those street fighters pummeled to dust, which should be any moment now. Yes! There's so much there's so much going on in that scene. Even oh. like even even Balrog's do you need me to get rid of these tapes here? <laughs> like, holding it, he's holding the boxing gloves. You're inside, man. Uh, you're in an office. Take them off. You never know when you're right, we, we don't have a lot of time left. Um 
You good? Yeah, you're good. Okay, we don't have a lot of time left, so I want to make sure we get the big one out there because I think this is the culmination of everything. The worst show. The worst show. The worst show. But the but oh. the most memorable. Yeah. Welcome to Video Land. I gotta explain the rest of this. So that it it's, has a live action kid who's great at video games, yet still has a varsity jacket. Yes, this is incongruous in right, 1999, right. Uh, and he's sucked into the video game world. And again, what I it, this is like Saturday Supercade, but like they really seem to get permission to use any person they wanted to. From any video game of all, uh, any NES game, yes, yeah. and yeah. that that was fucking nuts. You heard Mega Man in there, who is Mega Man? Wow, Mega Man! It's Mega awful. Wow, that's Mega just Man. what I need. It's, yeah, it's well, even worst. even like non like non Nintendo properties, There's Castlevania on there, dude. Yeah, they have the bases loaded baseball players <laughs> yeah. in this. Yeah. It's it's everybody. They have Princess Zelda eventually comes in here. Like yeah. only Mario or like stuff that has their own cartoon already running simultaneously doesn't come in the show. Yeah. But it, it is, it is. I think everybody, because like Nintendo was like, we don't love the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, but this is creating awareness for the characters. Yeah. But this, this show is just a fucking showcase for what the NES has. And everyone's dying Yeah. to get their product on Captain and the Game Master. Yeah. And, and like, I, again, I like buying shitty animation cells from stuff like this. I've had my eye on... I think it's Captain N fighting King Hippo with Tetris blocks in a, oh, in a Tetris arena. That'd be amazing. Uh, it's it, they're so tiny though, yeah. but they, they cost like ten dollars. Yeah, have, I yeah. have Super Mario with the Super Show and Street Fighter animation cells cost nothing. Right, uh, but Captain and the Game Master, I really did love for some reason. I I hate this show. I I, I came to it mm-hmm. later and mm-hmm. I tried to watch through it, and it's just so I guess. Like like you were saying, like uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show might have the nostalgia to actually enjoy yeah. it. I have no nostalgia for this, so no. I could not enjoy it at all. I'm just watching it. And I'm like, this all sucks. Everyone yeah. sucks. Kevin's one of the worst characters. It like, is the ugh. worst depiction of some of your favorite characters you may ever see, with the exception yeah. of one, if, uh, uh, if I may find it. I really hope you're not talking about Mother Brain. I am talking about Mother Brain. Like, dude, I, think, I think that bought, King, for one, I think it... Eggplant, I don't think anybody knows it's a Kid Icarus boss. Right. But I think it bought King Hippo another like decade of relevance. Because like, yeah. he yeah. wasn't in a game again no. for a really long time. What, not until like 06. Oh, like 2008? What was that? The, the Wii Punch-Out. Punch out? Yeah, Punch-Out for Wii. Yeah, yeah. He was not, he's not in Super Punch-Out. Right. Uh, so like, he's not, yeah. yeah, King Hippo is it's kind of synonymous with that entire franchise despite appearing in nothing since like 1988. Yeah. Um, was he a trophy in Smash Brothers Melee? Uh, probably. He could have been. Probably, but like if I, did, I didn't get that trophy and I knew who King Hippo was, I think mostly because of this show. And speaking These, of which, now all those main characters other than Captain N mm-hmm. are playable in Smash Brothers. Why has that's Captain crazy. N not been in Smash Brothers? Like because that's... he sucks. <laughs> no, I, I, I know why. Because it's from America. Uh, could yeah. be, You're yeah. from America, you don't get into Smash Brothers. Yeah. The exception of King K. Rule. Um, but Mother Brain is the best character. It's Levi Stubbs. Four top singer, uh, voice of Audrey 2 in Little Shop of Horrors. Every time I hear this, I can't believe it. And you're not going to believe this clip either. Mm-hmm. Isn't that too bad? The ultimate warp zone has banned the palace's power, giving me a perfect opportunity to strike a fatal blow at the heart. 
video Lanny. <laughs> I've got a job for you. Anything you desire, my <laughs> now I want Rick Moranis to play the next that wizard. <laughs> I, they were watching a clip of uh, that <coughs> dialogue over Audrey too from Little Shop of Horrors. But perhaps I think the crassest thing in the second season, they didn't add a video game character. They just added literally a product. Yeah. And uh, it was the whole entire Game Boy voiced by Frank Welker. But that's oh, the stuff, right? Like, because like he had the zapper. And he he had did, but it wasn't. Glove. But it didn't talk, and it didn't go on adventures with him, and it didn't <laughs> look solve. That, look things. at that Mega Man yeah. still right there. The Mega Man is, is green and yellow. <laughs> yes. So, I, like, maybe I'll accept he's using bubble lead. Well, what do you know? Game Boy's some kind of weird computer. Just what we needed—a brain in a box. Simon Belmont, obviously. Get his batteries loaded. Check them out. <laughs> Easy, fella. He won't bite. I don't think. I am called Game Boy. I am programmed to play games. Oh, this boy. Is so, this is good. If you told me God, that, dude. If you it's told a me cartoon that, Game Boy and the graphics are still bad. Like, if you told me that was Eric Cartman doing his Osimo voice, I'd be like, yeah, That's I hear That's pretty much it. what it is. So, so uh, we got to go, but yeah. does anybody remember um, the Captain N ripoff? That no. fucking acclaim tried to pull off. No, no. it's it's it horrible. L? It's they it's the power team, oh, and it came God. on in my territory. It was syndicated. It's like almost impossible to find full episodes no. of it. It's like gone forever. Yeah, I've, I've never. I heard don't of remember this. that. It is all of a the all stars of acclaim's properties. Ah. So meaning the guy from Wizards and Warriors, uh, Bigfoot. Yes, the monster truck from awesome. one of their games. Who's a little red quark? The yeah, little yeah. red character. A basketball player from Arch Rivals. <laughs> I was going to say somebody from NBA Jams. Together, <laughs> together, starring in a cartoon that's trying to go up against Captain N, which seems to have like the full on like wizard cooperation yeah. of, uh, yeah. of Nintendo. Ridiculous! What the fuck is that? It's, I've never heard of that. It's a bunch of double A characters riding around in the real Bigfoot, solving crimes and mysteries. It is that so amazing. Oh my god! This, dumb. The only thing that makes it makes me mad is that it's not when Iguana was alive because also <laughs> you could have had that fucking Iguana with them. That would have been awesome. Been, uh, spinning a basketball. Uh, but that is all we have time for right now. Thank you so well, much. Well, I do want to say one thing. I think it's crazy that we've come to a point now where you know all these shows are made from video games, and now we have games like South Park, which are literally like you're the controlling best. the cartoon. Yeah. It's Trey Parker and Matt like, Stone have like kind of flirted with the idea like this might be how South Park lives on. Right. Like we write instead of writing a season we'll write a new game because we I mean, I'm fine with that. Their work schedule's hella yeah. hectic and like it's it's crazy. South Park could survive forever with video games because yeah. they're they're good. Yeah. And I also think like the inverse also works too. Like I don't think there's been a good Sonic game other than like Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. but Sonic Boom as a cartoon not bad. is fantastic. Yeah. I did not think it was going to be really good. It is <laughs> I've really seen, well, I've good. only seen clips of like, man, there's a lot of weird pictures of me on the internet. Like that's, <laughs> all right, that's surprisingly self aware yeah. for so a Cartoon Network show. If you like stuff like if you like stuff like Gumball, mm-hmm. Sonic Boom is definitely like up yeah. that alley. Sonic Boom oh. is tremendous. It's it's cool. over though, right? 
I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. I know. I know. There's. I've been watching Cartoon Network for like two years yeah. since I got. They're n- the now. They're all doing the getting ready for the movie. Mm. So. Oh god. <laughs> oh, but, oh, that's wonderfully well received. I can't wait for more. Posters. I love how they're hiding its face. Like <laughs> its face. It's, <laughs> I, I, did, I chose my words wisely. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. Well, uh, anything you guys want to uh, plug before we head out of here? Um, my, my sh- well, no, my show. Should, no, my show is still on hiatus. My show is on hiatus right now. So just mm. follow me on Twitter at. Travis L. Foster on Twitter, and then you'll find out when P&B comes back, because we're trying to take a break. Yeah, and I, uh, I stream regularly on my Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv forward slash PassBlaster. PassBlaster. Pass yeah, and I also have a, a YouTube. If you just search for PassBlaster, one word, you can see mm-hmm. all the, the stuff I'm up to. Yeah, and a lot of it is like, I love, you'll like find an arcade machine and kind of walk people through restoring it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's, it's well, sometimes it's fun when it works. Today I was working on a Virtual Boy, and I almost threw it across <laughs> the room. So Welcome to the Virtual Boy. Yeah, <laughs> the first yeah. person to ever desire to repair pair one of those things yeah. uh well you can find more of us on lasertimepodcast.com more of these shows we've done a ton of video game topics i think we tried to find when the angry birds movie came out which according to science by that i mean rotten tomatoes what is the best video game movie of all time and according to rotten tomatoes it was angry birds mortal combat um, well i mean not the according to you mortal um, but i mean it's, <laughs> so it's i gotta mortal go Kombat. with max Payne. number two <laughs> mortal Kombat annihilation no just for pure joy. No. <laughs> Street Fighter the movie. Street Fighter the movie is more fun to watch than it ever was back then. Yeah. But yeah, we got a ton of other shows like that. We have 30, 20, 10, a show where you look 30, 20, and 10 years back in time uh, to that week, video games, news, uh, music, movies, TV. It's a really interesting way to see, uh, give you if you weren't keeping a diary, what was happening all around you on specific dates and time. And our weekly video game show, Video Game Apocalypse, is filled with dumb listicles like this and great sound effects. So you should hear more of those there. We are supported by Patreon.com slash LaserTime. We do appreciate all of our patrons, uh, and we want to make sure you keep on supporting us. Uh, we just put, every week we have a bonus show just for our patrons. We have over 100 commentaries, and it's not still Christmas, but I did a... I basically hit a bunch of copywritten cartoons companies don't want you to see up on our just for our patrons where I give you a little bit of context in front of a live audience and you can watch the uh, cartoons as, as they were intended to be seen on your computer. Um, anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but other than that, it supports all the shows. We do appreci- appreciate all the support. Uh, and thank you very much to all of our Patreon supporters and all of our listeners. Maybe tell a friend about the show. Why don't we close out with some glorious video game outro music? See you next week. Oh,